Hey, welcome to The Worthiness Project. I'm your host, Valley Ann, and I'm so excited to share with you the amazing experience and knowledge that I have had over the last seven to eight years and privilege of getting to know women of all backgrounds, all walks of life, and mentoring them and encouraging them and empowering them about their self-worth. And I have decided there is so much more out there to be able to share to everyone. So my hope is that you stumbling across this platform and this podcast is that this is the dose you needed to have a better moment and have a better day and to remember that self-worth is important and you are going to leave feeling more empowered than when you came. All right, you guys, I am so excited to make sure you are so aware of the amazing communities that you can come and be a part of right now. So in the bio, there are three different links for you to check out. We have an amazing Reignite Your Worth community on Facebook. So make sure you click that. It's a public group and you get to dive into daily inspiration and daily check-ins along with those of you that want more of a weekly theme, a community, a really exciting, worthy happy hour with guest speakers, and so much more, you can become a worthy warrior. And this is going to be a community that is going to hold you accountable and give you that space and place to find your worth with an amazing group of people and a growing community that is on a mission to always have our self-worth be our main priority. And finally, I am so proud to finally say I'm live and there is an amazing Worthy Blueprint Masterclass that comes with a workbook and a journal that you can do at your own time, have forever, and download and exclusively map out a plan. I teach you how to map out a plan of your worthiness connected to your own personal love language. So make sure you guys check those links out. Find me on Instagram, send me a follow, and send me a voice note because I love connecting with everyone and hearing from everyone, and there is nothing more personal than a voice memo. So I'm excited to connect with you and hear what you think of today's episode. All right, welcome to The Worthiness Project. I am your host, Valianne, and I am so excited for you to be with me here today on another solo episode of The Worthiness Project. Today, you guys, I am going to dive right in to the power of being uncomfortable. There is so much power, so much awareness, so much that comes alive the moments that we are truly uncomfortable. And the question I always love to ask myself, well, actually two questions are, why did that make me feel uncomfortable? And when was the last time I made myself feel uncomfortable? Now, when I'm talking discomfort, I am talking about growth, this kind of comfort. Okay, this kind of awareness when we are in situations, when we are saying things, when we're not saying things, when we're not leveling up, when we are leveling up, all of these actions and situations that happen in our lives, when we become aware of how many times or how many times we don't 
become uncomfortable, there is so much power in that. So when we get back after this quick break, we are going to dive right in to why there is so much power behind the art of being uncomfortable. Okay, so I'm going to be honest, no one likes being uncomfortable, okay? Not even me. (laughs) But I have really found through this work of self-worth and my journey of, my daily journey actually, of maintaining my worthiness, always wanting to grow in it, always wanting to practice what I preach. I always make it a point to ask myself those two questions. If there is a point in my life that I have not felt uncomfortable for a really long time, sometimes it's good, right? But when I'm talking about growth and who I am and what I want to achieve, usually that's not a good sign. Usually it's a sign of stagnant, maybe not leveling up, maybe not being around people that challenge me, maybe not choosing to challenge myself through my books, through my podcasts, through what I choose to listen to, through who I choose to have conversations with. So in life, there is so much power to being uncomfortable and so many lessons that we can learn. So the first type of being uncomfortable that I want to talk about is leveling up discomfort. Throughout our lives, if you are someone who follows the personal growth world, then you most likely have heard of Tony Robbins. And he always, always talks about when we stop growing, when we stop progressing, we die. And he doesn't mean physically. He means mentally, emotionally, all of those internal things. We die. Our purpose, our drive, We kind of go through life literally being on autopilot, literally being unconscious. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? It's that feeling when you're driving and you arrive at your destination and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even remember driving. I don't even remember getting here. Do you want to have that feeling when you look back at your life in five years from now? saying, oh my gosh, how did I get here? Because you were on autopilot and maybe unconscious. And the way that we break that is through cycles of being uncomfortable, through cycles of doing the things that we don't want to do, that really challenge us, that really seem inconvenient at the time, that sometimes may seem out of our character, if you will. But why is it out of our character? Because Other people, other situations are maybe at this time telling us what we need to be or who we need to be when really there's that inner voice inside of us that is like, no, I actually want to do this. And when we become uncomfortable, it means things are happening. We are putting ourselves out there. We are facing the fact that we might get rejected from some people. We might get judged. We are feeling vulnerable. We are stretching new muscles that we forgot we had and then being sore afterward, (laughs) okay? More emotionally than physically in this comparison. But at the end of the day, there's always growth that happens after that. And when there's growth, there's progress. When there's progress, there's life. When there's life, there's awareness. When there's awareness, there's consciousness. And what I have found is when all of those things are happening, I feel then more aligned. 
think of it like this. When we have to get our car realigned, right? It means we had to go over a lot of potholes, a lot of construction, curbs, bumps, all the things to realign our car. And the same thing happens with life. We have to go through all those hard, uncomfortable feelings. And then what happens is we get realigned. So I want you to ask yourself this question. Pick an area of your life first. Our life is made up of different buckets, different pockets, all the things. It's not just one thing. It's all the things. Pick one element and ask yourself, when was the last time I chose to be uncomfortable? When was the last time I chose to have a thought that made me feel uncomfortable because it was challenging me? A conversation that was uncomfortable that's then going to lead to a better result? Or a skill, a leap of faith, that is making you go over those potholes, those curbs, to then get realigned, to then be uncomfortable. During all of those motions, you start to find out how strong you really are, how resilient you really are, and most of the time, all of a sudden, there's a piece of you that comes back to life, or a piece of you that becomes stronger that you didn't know existed, or, if it's been a while since you've done some form of workout or physical activity, it's like you forgot that muscle was there. You forgot that gift you had was there. So then you choose to reignite it. Now, how does this connect with self-worth? Well, just like anything, self-worth is a muscle. So when you are challenging yourself, you are then believing in yourself. You then are creating this evidence that you resisted, you overcame those potholes, you overcame those bumps in the road. And then when you got realigned, you then were like, yes, I am worth it because I showed up. I did the work. Okay. I then went to the mechanic, realigned myself, and I'm a little bit stronger. I'm a little bit more confident. I'm a little bit more worthy. I'm a way more aligned than I was before. And that's what happens when we become uncomfortable. So I want to challenge you. Look at your week. Look at your day. Look at your month. Pick an area of your life that you can maybe do something that's going to make you feel uncomfortable that's then going to have a positive outcome. Okay? A positive change. And it doesn't have to be drastic. It doesn't mean you have to quit your job tomorrow and then go do your lifelong passion. I mean, if you want to, go ahead. But it doesn't mean that. It could just simply mean buying a book, getting a book at the library, getting an Audible, going on YouTube, taking an online course of a passion you've been meaning to do that is then going to challenge you in the next month or so for this small progress. It's all about the small progress. It's all about what we're going to do in the next decade, not in the next year, not in the next six months. All of those baby steps lead up to what do we want to be in the next five years, 10 years. It's all these daily decisions. So imagine if you chose to be uncomfortable in a simple way for growth every day. That means at the end of each year, 
your growth has grown by 365% because every day for 1%, you chose to be uncomfortable in 1% way. That's not even a sentence, but you guys know what I mean, okay? And from that muscle, you now are 365% stronger, more confident, more aligned because you tweaked, got over those potholes and challenged yourself for growth, for progress. Isn't that like so awesome and exciting? <laughs> I mean, I think so. So with that being said, okay, with that being said, I want to talk about the other way that we are uncomfortable in our lives. And we have two decisions when that happens. We have a decision to tuck it under the rug and say, well, that's just how it is. That's just me. It's always me. Well, that made me uncomfortable because something's wrong with me. Or looking at the situation and then choosing to be brave and ask yourself the question. Life is all about asking the right questions. It's not always about always having the answer immediately. It's about asking the right questions that then get us to the answers that we need to face that we don't love at first, but then after we're like, yes, okay, I get it now. So let me give you an example. Maybe you are in a situation where you are with your family. You love your family. We can't choose our family. So many great things about families, right? But there is always this one topic, this one conversation that always makes you feel uncomfortable. So there's ways that you choose to avoid it. You maybe agree with the person. Maybe there's an argument that happens. Whatever happens, it always lowers the vibe. And it always makes you, in a way, doubt yourself. Or instead of doubt yourself, have a negative feeling towards that family member or think, oh my gosh, they're never going to change, da, 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 da. And then you just went down five different levels of high frequency vibe and it really does affect you and it affects you subconsciously. And it continues with these limiting thoughts that we have and these programs that we need to reprogram on how we think we need to believe and feel. So with that being said, that is an opportunity for you to, instead of reacting, to not respond and to ask yourself the question later, there, whenever, but literally saying, why is this making me feel uncomfortable right now? And I need you to answer that question honestly. And when you dive in, you might have lots of emotions come to the surface and say, man, I have some things to work on. And it doesn't always mean it's a bad thing when we have to work on it. It's a matter of having a different perspective. So when we ask ourselves why certain situations make us feel uncomfortable, so maybe you don't love confrontation. If you're like me, confrontation is one of the things that I have tried to avoid probably since the day I was born, <laughs> okay? And I had to ask myself this question because confrontation, in my mind, was a negative thing. But when I really asked myself, why do I not like confrontation? I realized it's because I felt that if I confronted somebody with my true feelings or really voiced something that was opposite of what they said or did, they were not going to like me anymore. 
and that goes down to my worth. Why did I think I wasn't worthy enough to have someone still like me just because I voiced how I truly felt, what my opinion was, etc., etc.? I had to work on that. I had to say, people are still going to love me, honor me, and respect me if I choose to voice what is more aligned with me, even if it's different. Because confrontation doesn't have to be ugly. It doesn't have to be negative. It can turn into a healthy conversation that allows both parties to understand each other on a deeper level. But if I didn't ask myself these these questions, I never would have known how deep-rooted the fear of confrontation was for me. And then I never would have done the work realizing it was because I was scared of losing people in my life. Therefore, instead of staying aligned to what it is I wanted to say or feel, I chose to avoid confrontation, which as we know, what happens? You hold it in. You start to feel sick. You start to think your opinion doesn't matter. You literally do everything for everybody else but yourself. And here we are having to start from zero to reignite our worth. So I'm going to challenge you. Next time you're in a situation, ask yourself, what is helping me grow in the sense of triggers, being uncomfortable, and asking the right questions? When you ask yourself the why, why did that make me feel this way? And at first, it's going to be very uncomfortable. (laughs) No pun intended, okay? It's going to be hard. And in the beginning, you may not move as forward as much as you want to or as fast as you want to, but you have to remember to honor where you're at, give yourself grace, And give yourself at least props for asking yourself the hard question in that uncomfortable situation. And this can happen anywhere. Let's say you're in the workplace. You need to start to realize certain things are not happening maybe because of how you are internalizing them. When you can ask yourself why you're internalizing certain things at work or allowing certain things to happen, you then are going to be able to connect it most likely to your worth, most likely to something from a while ago that is a pattern that you have just copied, not to any fault of your own. But now that you're aware, you have the power to change it. You have the power to show your true gifts at work, to be more vocal, to say different things maybe than your coworkers would say because you have different ideas. And maybe you're really deep down knowing you're meant to be a leader on a team that you're in at work, but because you're like me and you were scared of confrontation, you just were a people pleaser and you just agreed with everybody. And who knows, maybe because you have a different idea, if you had voiced it, it would change your workplace for the good want to challenge you to get uncomfortable, to ask the right questions, to take the time to get to that place where you realize where it's coming from, and then applaud yourself and say, yes, okay, this is good. 
this is exciting <laughs> because I have the power now that I ask the hard questions to get some answers. And it might mean listening to things like this podcast to get a different perspective. It might mean picking up a book. It might mean watching a YouTube video about it, watching a speaker on YouTube. It might mean having a different type of conversation with somebody in your life to have a different perspective. It might mean sitting down and journaling. It might mean crying. (laughs) It might mean releasing and healing. But on the other side of that is amazing silver lining. It's the alignment that you get. It's that fresh feel of your car driving smoothly after the tune-up, after the alignment. But in order to know that feeling, you have to know what it feels like to be not smooth, go through the potholes, go through the bumps, run over the curbs, and then feel the gratitude of the alignment that the mechanic did for your car. So you guys, I hope today this was the worth dose that you needed. I hope this challenges you. I hope it inspires you. I hope you know that being a work in progress is fun. Okay, especially when you are part of the worthiness project. And I hope you realize that I am walking this journey with you. And some days I am three steps behind, some days I'm 10 steps forward. But the reason I love it is because I am practicing what I preach. I am sharing things that work for me. I am living what I am talking about because worthiness is a core thing. It is going to be with us for the rest of our lives. And it is truly what is going to allow us to have this aligned, present, abundant life. So until next time, you guys, send me a message, find the links that are in the bio here. I want to hear from you. I want to connect with you. Subscribe so you can get the next updates of our next episode of The Worthiness Project. Talk to you soon.